Hallelujah, hallelujah, praise God. How many of you are excited to be in the house of the Lord today? Come on, how many of you guys are excited to be in the house of the Lord today? Come on, praise God. All right, guys, this first song is, uh, is the first song. If we can get it up on the screen for me, please. The song is called Deep Cries Out, and it just gets you guys moving. This song doesn't let you sit down and just clap your hands. It's not one of those songs. It's more like, are you dancing? Amen? Come on. Come on, clap your hands. Come on, sing with me, and I've got. And I've got a river of living water, a fountain that never will run dry. And it's an open, and it's an open heaven that you're releasing. And we will never be denied because we're stirring up. Because we're stirring up a deep, deep wells. Come on. We're stirring up a deep, deep waters. We're going to dance in the river. Dance in the river. Because we're stirring up a deep, deep wells. We're stirring up a deep, deep waters. We're going to jump in the river. Jump. Come on, let's sing it out. Deep cries. And deep cries out to deep cries out to Deep cries out to deep cries out to so we cry out so we cry out to you Jesus come on sing deep cries deep cries out to deep cries out to deep cries out to deep cries out to and we cry out to we cry out to you come on back to the top and I've got and I've got a come on let me hear a living water a fountain the never, come on, it's an open heaven, and it's an open heaven, it's your releasing, and we will never be denied, because we're stirring up, because we're stirring up a deep, deep wells, come on, we're stirring up a deep, deep waters, we're going to dance in the river. Dance in the river Cause we're serving up a deep, deep waters Come on We're serving up a deep, deep waters We're gonna jump in the river Come on and sing it out Deep cries Deep cries out to Deep cries out to Deep cries out to Deep cries out to We cry out to We cry out to You Jesus Come on, deep cries Deep cries out to deep cries out to deep cries out to deep cries out to and we cry out to we cry out to you Jesus. Come on, clap your hands. Come on, clap. How many of you guys excited to be in the house of the Lord? Right, this song gonna go is gonna get you moving. Come on, come to the left. And if he goes to the left, we will go to the left. And if he goes to the right, we will go to the right. We're gonna jump, 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 jump in the river. Jump, 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 everybody. If he goes to the left, we will go to the left. And if he goes to the right, we will go to the right. We're gonna dance, 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 dance in. Come on, let's do that again. Come on. 
And if he goes to the left, we will go to the left. And if he goes to the right, we will go to the right. We're gonna jump, 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 jump in the river. Jump, 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 everybody. If he goes to the left, we will go to the left. And if he goes to the right, we will go to the right. We're gonna dance, 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 dance in the river. Dance, 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 dance. Yeah, deep cross, deep cross out to deep cross out to. Deep cries out to, deep cries out to, so we cry out to, we, come on, you, last time the music, deep cries out to, deep cries out to, deep cries out to, deep cries out to, we cry out to, we cry out to, you, Jesus, come on, give a shout for Jesus in his place, that's why we worship you, God. Oh, Father, you said that your love goes as deep as living waters. Father God, who can understand? Who can comprehend? Hallelujah. Oh, it's deep waters. Oh, and deep cries out to, deep cries out to, deep cries out to, deep cries out to. We cry out to, we cry out to you, Jesus. Come on, sing it out. And deep cries out to deep cries out to deep cries out. Oh, come on, sing it again. Say, and deep cries out. Oh, it cries out. Oh, it cries out to you. Come on, let's sing. And deep cries out to deep cries out to oh you Jesus before I go I want to know the power of your love and grace to see your face and then I'll be all messed up And to be all messed up Come on, let's sing it out before I go Before I go, I want to know The power of your love and grace To see your face, come on And to be all messed up. Oh, let's sing it out today before I go. Before I go, I want to know the power of your love and grace to see your face. And then I'll be all messed up. Oh, yes, Lord. But to be all messed up. Come on, let's sing, oh God. Yes, Lord. Oh God, come and mess us up. Oh God, come and change it up. Oh God, to be all messed up. 
Come on, lift your hands with me. Let's sing it again. Let's sing, oh God. Oh, oh God, come and mess us up. Oh, God, come and change it up. Oh, God, to be your mess up. Oh, Lord, right now, God, we ask that you just take control in this time of worship. So many times we can mess up worship just because we're not into raising our hands. We're not into worshiping. We're not into singing out loud. And we're not into just looking a fool for the Lord. King David said he'd be more dignified than this. Come on, don't mess up this encounter with the Lord just because you're stubborn to answer into worship. Come on, if you're new in this place, we just love to raise our hands as a sign of surrender to the Lord. Come on, if you have to fall to your knees, fall to your knees as a sign of humility. Come on. We worship you, Lord. We worship you. Come on, let's sing it out. Sing, oh God. Worship the Lord in this place, sing a few songs to the Lord. We worship the Lord. That's why we worship you. Why we worship. And you're in this place And how you meet with us, oh God You're so awesome, Lord You're so awesome, God You're everything to me Oh, come on, saints of God Sing your own song unto the Lord Tell him how much he means to you today Come on, let it be real let it come from your mouth. Let your heart worship the Lord. Oh, so can I say, Kayana Babaso? Oh, so can I say, Kayana Mase? So, Yana Mama.
tonight. Welcome to Metro Praise Encounter Night. Praise the Lord. Praise God. How's everybody doing this evening? Good. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Here at Metro Praise, we have a vision. Our vision is to love God and love people. Jesus said the greatest command is to love God with your entire heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength. Love the neighbor as yourself. And we have a strategy here is to connect, mentor, and send. We connect people to the cross of Jesus, and we mentor them. We teach them to learn who Jesus is, and they can become like Jesus more. And we send them out to do ministry, amen, preach the gospel, and just love people the way Jesus loved them, amen. Praise God. We have life groups here at Metro Praise, seven life groups, amen, two youth life groups. They go from Friday through Sunday. Okay, we got five adults life groups. So if you have youth, whether they're, they're your children, whether they're your neighbors, whether they're your, uh, your nephews, cousins, tell them about these life groups that we got here because life groups are awesome. I kid you not. You come in there, you get, you get fellowship with the believers. Come on, you get fed the word of God. Come on, you get some more life inside of you. I love life groups. I don't know about you guys, but I love life groups. So come, come to life groups. We have 
prior to Sunday, amen? And as we hear during this service time, we have Impact. Impact is a, is a, is a ministry for, for young girls, from infants all the way to teenagers, actually. You can go, it says fifth graders there, but you know what? If you got a girl that's 11 or 12, 13 years old, and they, they, they want to come to Impact, tell them to come on over. Again, your neighbors, family members, cousins, children, nephews, whatever. Tell them to come on by Wednesday nights. It's for you and your family, amen? And we also have Royal Rangers for the boys, amen? Infants with fifth grade, again. Tell them to come by, whatever, what age this is, whatever, they're 14, 13, tell them to still come by, amen? And it's every Wednesday, it's during the service, we have that. And also, the last Wednesday of every month here at Encounter Night, we have Family Fun Night. This is an awesome time for the whole family, for you and your family to come on by and just spend time with each other, amen? Just loving each other. We have the basketball rims in the, in the, uh, in the, in the parking lot, you know? Bring your entire neighborhood. Tell them, hey, we, you, let's play some basketball at the parking lot at the Metro Praise Church on the street. And we have, uh, in the student center, we have the game room, okay? And uh, you got the Wii. We got the uh, the Wii on the projector. Isn't that pretty awesome? Who likes the Wii? Bring some calories in there. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Come on, for those who need to bring some calories, come and play some Wii. It's fun. And we also have Taboo. That will break your cheeks off. You'll laugh so hard. I love that game. And we play a movie here. So the movie that's going to be for this month is Letters to God. Who's seen that movie? Raise your hand. Amen. Praise God. All right. That's an awesome movie. I've seen it. It touched my heart. So come this Wednesday, May 25th. Don't rent it beforehand so you can watch it here, okay? And uh, we believe here in tithes and offerings, okay? We tie 10% to um, the Lord. 10% of our income belongs to God, amen? So if you uh, feel led to do some tithes and offerings tonight, Put in the drop box in the back of the church, the sanctuary, or you can go to the student center. We have drop box there too as well. Amen. And amen, slide. <laughs> amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Good job, Belly. Thank you for backing me up there. So, no more further ado. I want to present you all to my beautiful, lovely wife, Griselda. The Lord gave her, the Lord gave her a word she has in her heart. She's going to present it to us tonight. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. I just want to welcome all the first-time visitors today. You guys are welcome here at Encounter Night. You're welcome at any one of our services, and we just look forward to fellowshipping with you um, after service. Um, if I can just have one of the guys pull up, pull this up a little to the front. I walk a lot. so Yes, thank you. So today we're talking out of the book of John, John 8, chapter 8, verse 31. The title of today's message is Hold On Tight. Somebody say, hold on tight. Turn to your neighbor and say, hold on tight. Amen. This message is here to encourage you in your walk with God. Many times, you know, as we continue in our walk with God or you meet people, um, who say they're Christian, they are broke, busted, and disgusted. You know, I'm saying, like, it's just everything is falling apart. Or, you know, I've been in this place where I'm just feeling, walking around feeling defeated and, and just I have nothing good to say, but Jesus, help me. Or, you know, i just just waiting to get the day over with, just waiting to crawl into bed and just, you know, don't, don't have anything positive for the day. And, and all I can do is say, Lord, help me. 
And so this message on, in John 8:31, I really want to encourage you because the only way that we can truly receive freedom, that we can truly um, continue forward in, in our issues and our situations is by holding on tight to the word of God. Amen? To the teachings of Jesus, to the promises that God has given his children. It's very important that we as believers never forget this principle of holding on tight to the word of God. But before we, we move on, I just want to give you a little bit of information on the book of John. See, the book of John is a little bit different than all the other Gospels. As you read it, you, you see how distinct it is and how he just wants to, to show you, to, to allow you to see who Jesus really was, um, how he was 100% man and yet 100% God at the same time. Isn't that beautiful? How his main point was to show you through, through the accounts of Jesus who, was who, he, really, who he really was. And he uses this word in the Greek, uh, pisteo. Everybody say pisteo. Nice, right? Uh, it means believe. He used it 98 times in the book of John. See, John was trying to show us something. He, he, wanted, us to, he wanted to emphasize the importance of how an active and vital relationship, uh, an active trust in Jesus was. Trust is important, very important. It's easy to trust someone when things are going well, but it's not so easy when things are falling apart, right? It's easy to trust God on payday, right? But when cell phone is shutting off, then it's like, Jesus, where are you? Let's, let's read John 8:31 now, as we remember to hold on tight. It says, to the Jews who had believed in him, Jesus said, if you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then the truth I'm sorry, then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Amen? Let's read that one more time. To the Jews who had believed in him, Jesus said, if you hold on to my teaching, you are really my disciples, then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. See, there's four things I want to point out to you. See, there were those there who just believed that were not yet disciples. So there's a difference between a believer and just a disciple. These men who just believed needed to go one step further and actually hold on to the teachings of Jesus. Once they held on, once they believed, once they trusted fully in who he was, they became disciples. And when they held on to the truth, then they were set free. Everybody say freedom. freedom. Amen. That's a beautiful word. It says, maybe you're here today and you're saying, I believe, but you're still not set free. Maybe there's things in your life that are holding you back, and I want you to know that the only way that you can be set free from things that are holding you back, that are keeping you from being prosperous and victorious, is the word of God, is your relationship with Jesus, and holding on to his word. Amen? What is a disciple, you might ask? See, we, we use this word all the time. What is a disciple? Well, the English dictionary makes it quite simple. It's a follower of Christ, right? But see, when we study... The Greek, the word Matthias means a disciple is a learner, a pupil, a student. It's what a disciple is. A disciple is someone who receives instruction, knowledge, information from his or her teacher. Is that you tonight? When you hear God's word given to you, you're able to receive it and apply it. You're teachable, humble, and always hungry for more. Right? Isn't that beautiful? 
See, the disciples surrounding Jesus were always hungry for more. Jesus was able to correct them. He was able to encourage them, rebuke them. And still they were around him, and still they, they didn't leave him. You know, well, towards the end when it got super hard, but we'll get to that sometime later. But they still continued. For three years they remained faithful to him, following him wherever they went. These were disciples who were wanting more. They were wanting to learn more, wanting to be instructed more. If you're in this church, maybe you're in the 101 or the 201 class already. But see, it's, it's not a matter of just joining a program. It's not a matter of just joining this. I'm glad you're in the 101 or 201 discipleship class here. But it's until you're able to receive the information given to you. It's until you're able to receive correction. It's until you're able to go home changed because you have listened to what your teacher, your mentor is helping you, that you truly become a disciple. Amen. Do we have any disciples in the house tonight? Amen. Amen. It says, now, how do we hold on tight to the teachings of Jesus? Isn't that a good question? We want to hold on tight. Jesus, how do we hold tight? How do we, how do we hold on to your teaching? Let's turn to Hebrews 4.12. We keep talking about teaching. We keep talking about the word of God. Why is this so important? Why is this book so different than any other book? Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. Amen? Hebrews 4.12, it says the word of God is living and active. Let me tell you something. There is no other book out there that is alive, that is living and active. There is no other word that can judge the attitudes of the heart. You got that? This book right here, you need to stand on. This book right here, when you read it, it comes alive. It is able to feed your soul and is able to keep you alive, to keep you going when you're struggling, to keep you going when you're depressed. If you're not in this book, let me tell you something. You're going to have a hard time keeping on to this faith. You're going to have a hard time knowing who your God is unless you hold on to this book right here. Amen? Let's turn to Romans 12. Here's the need. There's a need. There's a reason why we need to hold on to these teachings. There's a reason why we need freedom because we've been so messed up from the things of this world for years and years to come. And when you come to Jesus Christ, we have so much junk. You have so much junk on the inside of you, you don't even know it. Romans 12 says, therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Amen? This is how we're going to transform our mind, by being in this word. This is how we're not going to conform any longer, by being in this word, holding on to the teachings of Jesus Christ, holding on tight. When things get hard, we don't run away. We hold on tighter. 
Amen? We hold on tighter. When you're about to fall, when you feel weak, it's not the time to just sit in bed and not do anything. It's time to get on your knees to pray. It's time to open up the word of God and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. When it gets hard, it's not time to start talking back to the devil and listening to every lie he has to tell you. It's time to start talking to God. Amen? Hold on tight to the teachings of Jesus Christ. Amen? You got to believe in the word. Everybody say believe. You got to love it, desire it, keep it. Come on, you have to hold on to this. When you believe in the word of God, it's something that stirs up inside of you. Then, not only that, you have to speak the word of God. Everybody say speak. Like I said, this isn't the time to be quiet. This is the time to shout. This is the time to let all the promises that God has given you in this book come out of your mouth. Let the devil know that you're not playing around. Let the devil know that you're not sitting there meditating on what he has to say. Then you got to act upon it. Everybody say, act upon it. Everybody say, walk it out. It's time to walk it out. I'm not going to dance. <laughs> you got to hold on tight until you see change. Until you receive peace. So you receive joy. Come on, Christians need joy. I need joy. Come on, I'm glad I have a husband that can rebuke me. I need joy. You need joy. <laughs> he likes that one. You got to hold on tight until you're free. Jesus wants you free. Then you will be free when you know the truth. Amen? I want to just share a little bit about myself right here. See, I learned this principle early on in my walk with God, in my 101 class. I learned, believe it, speak it, act it out. But I was never faced in a situation where I needed to apply this until maybe just recently in my life. When After I got married, I began to deal with some things I didn't even know were inside of me. I began to deal with jealousy. Okay, ladies? You know, even men, come on. Whatever your, your situations. But for me, myself, I began to deal with jealousy. And so God began to speak to me through people. And first one was my husband, of course. So I was always complaining. I was always upset. I was always nagging about this. And he was always just speak the word of God over yourself. Just speak the word. That's not what the word says. That's not, you know, what, what you need to be saying right now. You need to be sowing words of life, not words of death. And so um, then I had a friend. Um, I know her. And I began to, sh uh, to share with her what I was struggling with, you know, jealousy. You know, when you're struggling with someone, you want to just start wa wondering if anybody else around you is struggling with it too. Have you ever struggled with this? No, you know. And it's, I'm like, okay, me neither, no. And so she was like, you know, I have this book. Um, it's so good. It's by Joyce Myers. And it's called Power of Speaking God's Word. I'm like, oh, really? Tell me. And so she's like, um, you know, every time I'm going through something, I just go to this book and I open it up. I'm like, great. So I just got an e-reader. And I download this book, and as I open up the book, it's all scripture. And so, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's all scripture. And I heard God tell me at that moment, because I was a bit disappointed. You know, I'm thinking Joyce Myers is going to show me, like, this big secret. God, tell me, all you need is my word. You know what I'm saying? I, what, am I, what do I want Joyce Myers to tell me? All I need is the word of God. The only thing is she had these cute little categories that, you know, you could go to. It's got it all there for you. And so, okay, so I was disappointed. I spent $10 on this, but still, 
I grabbed the book and I began to speak this word over myself. And then it's funny because another day, Pastor Joe was, uh, we were in chapel and I don't know how he got on this, but he was talking about how, you know, certain people want to be so impressive and telling you how all the books they've read. It's like, really? I've read the Bible. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it was just all coming together. I'm like, Jesus, that one was for me. And, and even then, you know, just God just started telling me, it's just the word. You just need my word. You just need to proclaim the word over your life. And so me in my little office in the back of my house, I just had a breakdown one day. I could not handle it anymore. And I just began to speak the word of God over myself. And there was a scripture about God being my strong tower, me hiding in the shadow of his wings. And I just, God just gave me a revelation that if he is my strong tower and I'm running to him for protection, there is nothing that can come against me. Because he is my strong tower, amen? And all this stuff, all this junk is from the world, and it's coming at me. And it can only get to me if I allow it to, amen? The word of God. But see, this was months that I was dealing with this, and until I took initiative, until I took the initiative to start speaking God's word, standing upon it, and believing it, is when I saw the freedom. So today, if that's you, you need to take God's word, you need to stand upon it. I don't care if it's months. I don't care if it's years that you're struggling with something, but you're believing, you're being accountable, you're being transparent, and you're confessing to God what the situation is. You want to be free. You bring it to God every day. You remind the devil every day the plans that God has for you, the plans he has to prosper you. Amen? The devil is not going to kill you. The devil cannot touch you unless you let him. Amen? And just another, another example of, of a woman who um, is just awesome. I met her in, in Mardi Gras. Her and her husband didn't start off so well, you know. And so the beginning of her marriage, first couple of years, there was chaos, just, you know, infidelity left and right. And um, her husband just did some really bogus things to her. And at one point, you know what, this woman just had it. This awesome woman of God today just could not handle it anymore almost killed her husband with a screwdriver. And so, yes, that's what we said. And it, it was terrible to see the, the transformation, to hear their testimony of, of what they were before, but to hear it, you know, 10, 15 years later of who they are now, awesome men and women of God and how God can transform. But she shared one thing that I caught is when she would lay in bed next to him, she would speak words of life over this man. This is an awesome man of God. This is, this is your child, and so on and so on. The word of God is powerful. Don't let the devil tell you anything different. So what is your struggle tonight? What do you need freedom from? Is it family? Is it laziness, bitterness, depression, sexual perversion? Nothing is too big. Nothing is too small for God. Disciples of Christ, there is freedom for you today, as there's freedom for me. Don't believe and speak the devil's lies over yourself. See, we hear them sometimes, and we can just go ahead and just speak them. We're so easy to speak these words of death, these words of fear, but we're not so quick to speak the word of God. We need to reverse that. We need to begin speaking this word. Amen? So today, as you're here today, as we begin a time of prayer and reflection I, I want you to see what's that struggle, what's that mountain in your way, what's the, what is that chain that is holding you down, that is keeping you bound from going forward with God, from being victorious. 
And I, I want you to even look through the scriptures, and I want you to find the word of God in that area of your life. And I want you to speak it over yourself. You see, we can't always wait for other people to do it for us. We can't wait for your, your leaders, your brothers and sisters to speak over yourself. You have to take the word of God and speak it over yourself and believe it for yourself. Because let me tell you, there's not always someone going to be there for you. You know, someone's not always going to be there for you. You need to learn how to stand on the word of God. Believe in Jesus Christ and hold on tight to his teachings. Because in the end, that's what we have. We stand upon the promises of Jesus Christ. Amen? So I want to invite you guys up to the front right now in this time of uh, reflecting on the word. And I want you to search your heart, search your lives. Is there a burden over you, holding you down, keeping you from, from going forward? Amen. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with the Lord tonight. meditate in that word get serious with the Lord tonight if you call yourself a disciple you consider yourself to be a follower of Jesus Christ give it all tonight to him right now give it all tonight come on <laughs> 